Coming up on Stu Does America, the big night has finally arrived. The Stu Does America Christmas party power hour is less than an hour away. Grab your booze, your shot glasses, and your power hour survivor t-shirts as we once again face our hubris and try to keep our lunches in our stomachs. Coming up 9 p.m. Eastern, only at youtube.com slash America and stewdoespowerhour.com. Also, we're going to take a look back at the Christmas movie that Hallmark wishes they had made and then eventually pretty much copied beat for beat as it warmed hearts and brought people together across the entire planet. We'll be showing it in full here today because we love you so much. Of course, I'm talking about the Christmas twist. Stu does America. Well, we are less than an hour away from Power Hour. Don't forget to, uh, to check it out. You can go to youtube.com slash America. You might happen to already be there. If you are, just hang out. It's going to be posted here, uh, coming up here in just a little bit, 9 p.m. Eastern, or go to stewdoespowerhour.com. You can check that out. I hope you're enjoying your Christmas season so far. I hope you're going to get some good Christmas presents. I had a couple this year. I had this one uh, right here. Mm-hmm. Andrew Cuomo getting fired. And then I had this one. Uh, Chris Cuomo getting fired. I mean, everyone's had a great holiday season, and I hope you have as well. Uh, One of the greatest Christmas movies of all time. A lot of people call it the greatest movie of all time, Christmas or not. Uh, Other people say other things, but I don't listen to them because I don't like them as much. This is a movie we made for my last show, Stu Does America, or excuse me, Wonderful World of Stu, and it's become sort of a Christmas classic across all human beings. It's the greatest Christmas movie of all time. It is The Christmas Twist. And with only three reported deaths, organizers say the annual children's flammable toy exhibition will be held again next season. Finally, the city has announced plans to go ahead with its proposed combination handgun, cigarette, and pork rind factory. The site for this slice of heaven on earth is our own historic hometown square. And so far, all 300 existing tenants have decided to sell, except for Noel Anderson, owner of local cookie store, The Christmas Twist. Honey, turn off the TV. I've got amazing news. (laughs) I just closed another business deal. Since you know, I'm a businessman. And now I'm officially getting that big business commission. Uh, I wish you wouldn't always talk about money around the holidays. But honey, now I can afford the one thing I really wanted. (gasps) Noel, will you marry me? That's the biggest diamond I've ever seen! Of course it is. From the richest boyfriend you've ever had. What do you say to a lifetime with Thad? 
Well, I guess so. Did you hear that, world? She said, I guess so. Oh, this is the greatest day of my life. We're gonna have the best Christmas ever, like a family. Me, you, and my money. <laughs> wow, is it cold out there. I bet Santa himself will get frostbite. Did you finish decorating at least? I sure did. I hung up so much tinsel that now I've got tinsels instead of tonsils. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, uh, are you watching TV? Okay, just because I was driving here and I was then parking and then walking in doesn't mean that I didn't understand that news was about to break. Quick, turn it on! And in case you just happen to turn your television set on, there is breaking news. In an attempt to go ahead with the new handgun cigarette pork grind factory, the mayor has officially made public an offer to buy the lone holdout local cookie store, The Christmas Twist. The mayor announced his offer for the 600 square foot cookie store. $11 million. But he did place one condition. Store owner Noel Anderson only has 24 hours to decide. It's now safe to turn your television off again. In other news, my kitty cat, Noodles, is still missing. <laughs> $11 million for this dump? You bought it for 18 grand. I know, but how can you put a price tag on Christmas? Um, you're not selling Christmas. You're selling a meaningless collection of bricks and asbestos walls covered in toxic lead tinsel. Dad, how can you say Christmas is meaningless? I, I didn't say that. Just listen to me. Maybe if you just ran a cookie store, or you ran a Christmas cookie store, or you just ran a butter cookie store, but you only sell the pretzel-shaped butter cookies. Uh, nobody likes the pretzel-shaped butter cookies. Oh, really? Then why did I sell three to customers this year? Well, two of them were me, and the other one was a guy hiding from an Amber Alert. This is the worst business model of all time. It's not a business model. It's my dream. I am far too businessy for this. You have 24 business hours to decide. <sighs> <gasps> it's okay, Noelle. It's okay. You know, my grandpappy used to say, if it's all about the money, then it's all about nothing. Of course, when he said that, he was talking about $1.38. <laughs> this is $11 million. That's like John Kerry wife money, right? What's wrong with you? Well, it all started one night when I was looking at the Christmas lights and I ran over a homeless person. Wait. You ran over what? Don't worry, you're gonna be okay. Well, you've crushed every bone in my body. My pancreas is still in your wheel well. I'm pretty sure I'm not gonna be okay. Oh, homeless vagrant, what can I do to make your pancreasless Christmas? Spirit, live on. There's only one thing, you know, other than calling 911. I really always wanted to open up a Christmas cookie store. I can do that. I'm an amazing baker. 
I can make snickerdoodle, chocolate chip, molasses. The store can only sell those pretzel butter cookies. The ones that nobody likes. <laughs> That's the worst business model I've ever heard, like in the history of mankind. No, no, it's, it's not a business model. It's, it's my dream. So, you killed a homeless person, huh? Well, I guess that's the way the cookie crumbles, huh? They <laughs> 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 <Is it> good. <laughs> hey, oh! I hear you got a crapper to be plunged. Yes, I stopped up the crapper. I've just been so stressed with my store closing that last night I binged on fig pudding. Ooh, that'll stop yeah. up a crapper, I all know, right. I, know. I love fig pudding and the crapper. Really? We have so much in common. I love fig pudding and I clogged up my crapper last night, too. <laughs> I suppose we're all supposed to believe that my cat Noodles ends up dead the same weekend George Soros just happens to be in town. And in other news, we finally find out the future of our new handgun cigarette and pork rind factory in just 12 hours, 12 hours from now. Mark your calendar. Noelle Anderson will make her big decision. Still no word on why the mayor decided to make the deadline a national holiday, or why the mayor would present the offer on the TV. Honey, did you make your decision yet? Um... Look, I understand that this story is your dream, your heart, your soul, your deal that you made as you committed what a jury would likely consider manslaughter and killing a homeless man hallucinating about cookies. But it's $11 million. Don't be an idiot. How can you talk about dollars and manslaughter at a time like this? We can't sell the store. Where would all my pretzel cookies go? Uh, they're not alive. It's, it's not materially where they would go. Where will people buy their pretzel cookies for Santa? Santa loves these cookies. Noel, Santa wants chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> yeah. You take that back. Take it back. Noel, you want to think about your pretzel cookies? Not about the money. It's, it's about how dumb you are. I mean, it's, it's a little bit about the money, but it's mostly about how dumb you are. I can't marry someone this dumb. Un unless it's a Kardashian, maybe. I Look, sell the store or I'm calling the engagement off. You now have 12 business hours to decide. Here. It's Uncle Billy. Oh no, what's wrong, Noelle? I might lose my store. 
Mm. My business me and fiance gave me an ultimatum and I think I'm in love mm-hmm. with a common laborer. Oh my. Who looks suspiciously like the homeless man that I ran over. Mm. Except he's wearing glasses. Mm-hmm. And I'm so torn. Yeah. <gasps> well, you know, Noel, my grandpappy was once faced with a Christmas choice, a choice just like yours. Should he marry his male lover? Or a really fat homeless man plumber he met when he stopped up the crapper? Well, who did, who did he choose? Ah, neither. He was hit by a blonde woman in an SUV and left to die on the road with no explanation. But that's the moral of Christmas time, right? So what you're, what you're saying is that I should marry my mean fiance? No, stupid. Oh. You're so stupid. How can you be this dumb? I mean, that's stupid. So then what you're saying is that I should choose the plumber? Yes. Wow, geez, I'm really starting to see where your fiance is coming from. You are stupid. Stupid. I mean, really dumb. Okay, well, I hope I have enough time to go stop up the toilet again. Right? Well, I mean, you are stupid. Can you do it? I don't know. That is stupid. I mean, I... <laughs> oh, should I marry my mean fiance? Yeah, dummy, go ahead. So, did you make a decision? I have a businessman meeting to go to in the business world. Yes, I did. I, I did make a decision. I choose the Christmas spirit, and I choose this plumber with potentially no future, he's homeless. But I just met him, and he believes in me, and he believes in my store. Uh, Good luck with that. Good luck with your stupid store with the pretzel cookies and this pointless plumber idiot. All of it's just a big pipe dream. You know, because the pipes, he happens to work with pipes, and that's his his chosen profession. It's a pipe, pipe dream. I think it worked. I don't understand why you didn't. No. Let's go fix that crapper together. You know, before I get started fixing your crapper, I just want to say that I might not be a businessman like your businessman boyfriend. I might not have the intelligence, the pleasant odor, or the lack of mouth sores. I can't even afford a big fancy ring but I can't afford this. Wait, did you just find that on the floor? Well, (laughs) yes, but that doesn't change the question. Will you marry me? Yes! I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't do this, I can't do this.
So I want to talk to you about a new documentary called Enemies Within the Church. There's been a hostile postmodern takeover within Christianity, maybe even more so the attempt is to go after conservative Christianity. Postmodernism is something we've talked about for a long time. It includes a bunch of the buzzwords you've heard looking at some of the space for a while here, you know, social justice, intersectionality, critical race theory, neo-Marxism. All bad things, all things you don't want at church. This film goes after that and looks at who is selling out the church to postmodernism and where's the money coming from uh, to make this happen. Movie rocks the boat in a good way. It exposes the bad ideas, but also the bad actors and the bad money. Christians need to see what is being done without their knowledge. Check it out. Get this information. Enemies Within the Church brings together Christian voices from across the nation and the world to share what they have seen. Uh, check it out, buy the DVD, or purchase the pay-per-view streaming versions at enemieswithinthechurch.com. It's enemieswithinthechurch.com. You can check it out now, enemieswithinthechurch.com. Joining me now is Jason Buttrell. He's the head writer and researcher for Glenn Beck and a two-time Power Hour survivor. <laughs> Jason, you ready for tonight or what? Uh, I will amend your uh, introduction there. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm sorry. Mr. Two-Time, as my you know, name tag your dick, says. Yeah. I don't know if it can, people can read that. It says, hi, my name is Mr. Two-Time. Which, which, is, which is, is not in reference to how many power hours I've survived. It's how many power hours I have won. And I, now, I see your face. You're probably wondering what's the metric for declaring the winner. Yes. And the truth is there is none, but I've declared it just on my performance, which I think was pretty exceptional. So you're kind of like the Stacey Abrams of, <laughs> of, of Power Hour. <laughs> I won. Trust me. <laughs> I won. Yeah, I like that. Uh, okay. Well, yes. And you've done a great job. You've, unlike some other people on the Power Hour, have been able to uh, keep your constitution uh, throughout the event. Which is a big part of my declaration. That's just a guarantee. So I can already knock out one of the you know people that did it. There's usually two other participants. But yes. Clearly, I think I did better than both times, either <laughs> other of the clear, participants. That's clear. I, I, I thought okay. it was clear. Uh, Chad Prather, of course, is the person who's finished last in these power hours because, um, you know, we have a Chad Prather memorial garbage can for a reason. We'll get into that in a little while. Uh, also, uh, we'll be there. Uh, uh, Half-Asian lawyer Bill Richmond is back. This will be his second power. This will yes. be your third. Yes. Chad's third. Sarah Gonzalez is third. My wife, Lisa Page, is going to be here for this one. I'm, which is, she's the wild card, and it's making me nervous. Okay. Because it's always like the little pretty girl mm -hmm. that drinks everybody else <laughs> under the table, and you did not see it coming. So yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to have to do a little intel, I think, before yeah. she shows up tonight. Um, I have uh, uh, been married to Lisa for quite some time. Uh, we, uh, we've been together now for 20, coming up on 23. Three years, something like that. So you can give me the inside. Uh, I've seen her have more than two drinks, like twice. Oh uh, yeah, I'm so, so, I'm so. <laughs> she's not. Mr. Three Time, <laughs> it's tonight, Mr. Three Time. She will not be drinking you out of the table. <laughs> if she has four sips of wine throughout the evening, it'll be interesting because that's about how much alcohol she needs. Uh, so, uh, so it'll be a lot of fun. It's uh, coming up here uh, in just a few minutes. So make sure you check it out. StuDoesPowerHour.com. You can get these uh, wonderful uh, hoodies that uh, Jason's wearing right now at StuDoesPowerHour.com or PowerHourSurvivor. Dot com. Uh, it'll be a lot of fun. Let, let me talk. Let's talk a little bit of actual like things that matter before we get uh, to our actual drinking tonight. Um, let me go to uh, Ukraine. You've been mm. I know, following this really closely. Uh, by the time power hour is over, will there be a full fledged world war in, in process? You know, anything is possible. I, I, I severely doubt it because um, I just think I've been looking at troop movements. They don't have the troops there at the time. 
uh, or as of tonight, but um, not even really, I think, over the next couple of weeks. I do think it's something that we can look at, you know, going through because uh, we're all just about to, you know, break for some uh, Christmas vacation. Look at I mean, it's definitely something that I'll be keeping a look at over the next couple of weeks, uh, up until the early part of January. Mm -hmm. uh, so we're looking at maybe seventy-five thousand to ninety thousand. That you know number fluctuates that are there right now, which is significant. Uh, what, what's the reason to do that if you're not invading? Well, I think I think Putin is playing this smart. I think that he's kind of testing the waters on what uh, the Biden administration is willing to do here. Mm -hmm. um, and he does have a history of using large troop, you know, masses like this to do things, uh, to, you know, to get concessions. And I think they're trying to look at what actually they can get out of Joe Biden, which I think the answer to that is probably a whole heck of a lot. They haven't really been handling foreign, you know, affairs stuff very well. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, it's, it shows that really the, the catastrophe of Afghanistan, really, I mean, I think that has opened the doors to a lot of our adversaries looking at what they can get away with. And a lot of it's perception. Uh, it, let's continue to look at Russia. You know, in 2008, they invaded Georgia. Also, I believe because of what was happening in Ukraine, there was the, you know, color revolutions breaking out, not mm -hmm. only in Ukraine, but other places that, you know, Russia had a stake in. And they showed that they were willing to invade and go to war as a warning. I think Georgia was a warning to a lot of those other places. That was a hot war. We didn't do too much about it no. because we couldn't. And I think that was part of the, you know, his message was, OK, you're hanging on a U.S. guarantee of safety and security and a NATO guarantee, you know, that you might want to get into NATO. Well, this is what that guarantee looks like. It means nothing. It means nothing. And by and large, he's right. I mean, man, I could go all day, Stu, about, you know, <laughs> NATO. I'm not a big fan of NATO. Mm -hmm. um, what it exists for doesn't really exist anymore. Yeah, it did at one point. It did at one. Yeah. It, and it served its purpose very, very well. But what is it there for? Why would we be dangling NATO membership to Ukraine? That makes no sense either. And I don't think they really are. But that's what Putin is using in his negotiations with Biden to say, look, give us a, give us a, you know, a, a, a guarantee that you're not going to admit Ukraine into NATO. Well, I highly doubt they're going to do that anyway. Um, but that's what he's dangling out there. And uh, you know, I, I could talk for an hour on this, but basically I think that there's a couple of scenarios that you need to be looking for going forward. Mm -hmm. One is Putin's very willing to invade Ukraine and to see how far he can push it and, for, you know, formally annex that eastern part just like he did Crimea. Mm -hmm. That's one thing that he could be doing, and that could either set off a whole heck of a lot of problems, um, not only in Ukraine as far as, like, how, you know, forcefully they're willing to respond, whether we're willing to get involved— or whether Russia is successful and says, hey, I might as well make another move in Serbia, which they've also done stuff there. I'll formally make you know, more moves into Belarus. You know, I'll see how close I can push up on Poland. That's when you start looking at, holy crap, things are about to spiral out of control. I don't really think that's going to happen. I think that uh, the status quo right now really benefits everyone. Uh, mm. You just, you threaten, you see if you can get concessions you know, from a weak Biden administration. And then you just wait a few years where the territory they already control in eastern Ukraine can just become annexed later just through, like Crimea was, over a matter of time. That's probably more, you know, the re you know, realistic scenario. Mm. Um, let me ask you about what the right thing to do is here. Uh, because I think there, there's a, definitely a strain of thought of, of conservative uh, commentary mm -hmm. that I, I would say sort of identifies Putin as a victim in this, mm. right? Like where he's just been like, he's just trying to protect his borders and, 
And why are we always on Ukraine's <laughs> side instead of instead of Russia's side? And Putin, is he really that bad of a guy? That does seem to be a rising viewpoint on the right. Is there anything to that? How should we be looking at the situation? Yeah, there is a, especially on the right, there's this weird, I don't know, like, okay, so I get it, right? Like, mm-hmm. you, there's, everyone's sick and tired of hearing about Russia. Yeah. Russia, 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 they're at fault for this, they're at fault for that. Some of the things they are at fault for, right? Um, but the left in America has made it a meme at this point. Mm-hmm. If you don't like something, just blame it on the Russians. Right. We'll try and prove it later, right. whatever. Right. I get that sentiment, and I am also sick of that. Yes. Um, but there's also being naive, right? So Tucker Carlson, I'll just put him on blast on this, is stupid on Russia, and I don't understand <laughs> yeah, we why. We like Tucker. I, you know, I love Tucker, yeah, yeah. I, but, I, but he's very smart on some things, mm-hmm. and I think he's great on this. You can be stupid on other things. Right. I am. Right. You know, yeah, I'm yeah, a stupid right. on a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're going to see me tonight stupid on a lot of crap about you know, 45 <laughs> minutes into it. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know if they're just you know, drunk on the whole Russia stuff or, or what, but I, I heard him say something about you know, he's just protecting his borders. Mm. Well, you have to look at in terms of history and, and geopolitics and what Russia has always been about. Uh, yeah, his borders, which they want to make very, very deeper. They are a lot deeper in Europe. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing that has guaranteed Russia their you know, stability and security. Strategic depth is uh, what has you know, saved the Russian nation. Uh, for hundreds and hundreds of years. So that doesn't mean that, uh, you know, him saying he just wants to protect his borders, that doesn't stop at the Ukraine-Russian border. That pushes historically through Ukraine and possibly even further if they can get away with it. Mm -hmm. Um, You're nearing the point of, you know, denial and Neville Chamberlain era, you know, era. If you're just like, ah, well, you know, they just took the Sudetenland, no big deal, maybe they'll be fine with it. they took Austria, okay, they speak the same language, you know, right. like yeah, they do in Eastern Ukraine. Um, oh crap, they went into Poland, now what do we do? Yeah. That's what we wanna stop. We're not mm-hmm. saying that's going to happen, but you have to put a, you know, your foot and you, know, you have to draw that line and say, look buddy, what you lost in the Cold War is not coming back. In addition to what's gone on with Trump and the dossier and all the things, that just Russia has become such a ridiculous thing on the left that, uh, you know, the right is just kind of pushing back against that. Mm. Is there also just a, a, a rise of the, um, I don't want to say isolationist side, which has always somewhat existed within conservatism, but people who just want to avoid conflict, if it's at all possible, sure. uh, with, you know, and withdraw from these events. And, and the more that we antagonize Russia, the more likely something like this turns into a much worse situation. Right. Um, and that's a very good argument for people that, because, I mean, I wrestle with uh, my my off-brand libertarianism. <laughs> right, right, right. So my libertarianism only goes so far, and I mm-hmm. think it's kind of in the Thomas Sowell, you know, kind of, uh, I guess, mo- mode, as he said that very publicly well, is, yeah, I would identify more as a libertarian, but not in foreign policy circles. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm willing to go kick some butt if we have to. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm willing to stick my nose in certain areas if we have to, but I don't think that we should be the police in the world. I think that's gotten out of hand. Yeah. But, I mean, there, there, is a lot, th- there is a way that you can handle these situations without sending U.S. troops. That's all I'm advocating for. There's a a lot of different things. Nord Stream 2 uh, by the Trump administration was great. That's what I'm talking about right there. They sanctioned that. They put pressure on them diplomatically and economically. And the Biden administration just threw it away. That was a huge, you know, negotiating uh, chip that they just threw out. That makes absolutely no sense. You're pushing us into an actual kinetic conflict when you throw out the diplomatic, you know, angles. There's so many other things that we can do. And that's what I'm saying. Throughout history, when we were isolationists, that's the type of stuff we did. 
World War One, you know, pre-World War II, we were in that isolationist mode. You know, we were taking a step back, but we gave some money here and there. You yeah, know, we, right. we did Still certain things. Influence. Right. Yeah. We let them use a port here. There's things like that that we could do that they're not even looking at right now. It's interesting because I think like the, the you go back to the Reagan conservatism. It's it's talk tough and act tough to Russia, right? And Trump was more of like a he didn't talk all that tough to Russia, but he did act his actions, his policies, and while well, his administration were much tougher than what you saw from Barack mm-hmm. Obama. This new strain is is almost like talk nice and and act nice. The policies aren't really there as well. It's an interesting development. I I don't know which way this goes. I'm I'm interested to see it. I I will say I'm also interested to see you. When you're a third potential attempt to win. Mr. Three-Time. Mr. Three-Time. <laughs> uh, I don't know what exactly that means because there's not really a competition. Although we may, uh, there could be a possibility of bringing back the crocodile uh, with, the, oh. with the teeth. And see, like a winner doesn't make that face when we talk about the, the Okay, so, so that's the dark horse and that's what worried me mm-hmm. uh, during my second victory um, last time. Yes, was uh, I'm I'm perfectly fine with I well even still this is the thing about the power hour that if you're mm-hmm. follow, if you're doing this at home and you've mm-hmm. never done it before you're gonna find out you're like beers a shot of beer that's no big deal yeah. but then when is it Stu is it is it maybe around the forty minute mark mm-hmm. forty five minute mark around then you feel all of this build up oh. and you're like. I'm going to pull a Chad Prather here right yeah. now. If Yeah, it's too many bubbles. It, it's too many bubbles. It's too many bubbles. Uh, you know, it winds up being something like seven beers in an hour. And seven beer, like, you know, if you're a bigger guy, seven beers, you can have that you know, on a night of drinking and you're not going to, you know, kill yourself. Jamming it into an hour sucks. I will yeah. say it does suck. And then <laughs> last time we had Bill Richmond here who was pouring, like, shots of of, like, brown liquor into... His beer, and I mean, I, I felt that was impressive. Yeah, I think I don't know. You, you say you won. Bill Richmond may have won that first Power Hour. I, I, I will disagree with you uh, <laughs> because I, 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 like I said, there's no metric for it, but I've declared it. Yeah, that's so true. It's already You're been the declared. only one who's declared it. Right. You know, it's like if you go into a, an island that no one's ever explored, you just declare it's yours. It's yours. We went to the moon. It's ours. Right. Like yeah. <laughs> that's I don't know. If that's exactly how that works. <laughs> Uh, it's going to be a great night tonight. Uh, Jason, uh, Chad Prather, my wife, Lisa Page, Sarah Gonzalez, uh, half Asian lawyer, Bill Richmond, all here for a power hour. It's going to get ridiculous, but it's going to be a lot of fun. Check it out. Uh, Stu Does America on a YouTube page. Uh, it'll be there. If you're a Blaze TV subscriber, you can check it out as well. Uh, Jason, good luck tonight, and we'll see you soon. Thanks. Trying to buy or sell a home in these times can be challenging. Imagine if you were trying to buy, let's say, somewhere uh, eastern Ukraine. You're trying to buy a house. You better have the right real estate agent. Uh, if his name's Vladimir, you may want to pick somebody else. Uh, realestateagentsitrust.com is the place to go to find that person. Uh, in all seriousness, when you're going through a, a big financial transaction where your livelihood for you know multiple decades could be on the line. I mean, a lot of people use this as their retirement. You better not blow this, especially in a market like this. Make sure you have the best real estate agent in your area. You can find that person on realestateagentsitrust.com. Get more information there, realestateagentsitrust.com. Check it out now, realestateagentsitrust.com. We've got a brand new Christmas song for you to enjoy this sort of socialist penetration that is happening in our country around the holidays. It's always something that we'd like to get together and and love on a little bit. Uh, There's only one place you can get this song. If you go to my podcast page, whatever provider you have, just look at the most recent episodes. and You'll see one of them that says it's beginning to look a lot like Venezuela 
full song. You can listen to it as much as you want. Subscribe, share it with whoever you want. Enjoy the holidays, our Christmas present to you in these socialist times. It's beginning to look a lot like Venezuela. To Acacia Cortez, Pelosi, Kamala, and Senile Joe. It's beginning to look a lot like Venezuela. Soon we'll all be flogged. At dinner, you'll need to bring your favorite seasoning for the roasted dog. Well, there's a mountain of dead and a criminal threat. It is such a socialist treat. A band of marauders have captured our daughters and amputated my feet. The reindeer have been murdered and the elves have all been beat. It's beginning to look a lot like Venezuela. Santa Claus is not coming to town. It's beginning to look a lot like Venezuela. Soon we'll lose our soul. But the thing that will make us cry is the painful way we die as our heads all Temperatures higher from all of the fires and rampant is the disease. There's some execution and much destitution and I am covered by fleas. And have you ever noticed that the water smells like cheese? It's beginning to look a lot like Venezuela. Begging for some food. But the thing that will make us flee is the worthless currency. Holy crap, we're screwed. It's beginning to look a lot like Venezuela. We're Venezuela. Cause Biden failed ya. This holiday season, you can grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, or even better than a candy bar. Built Bars are filled with so much holiday goodness. They're rich uh, with flavor. They've got uh, rich chocolate on the outside. They are amazingly low in calories and in sugar and in carbs and in fat. All the things that you want out of a protein bar, except for the you know that terrible taste that you normally get, you don't get that with Built Bars. Built Bars come in tons of flavors. They've got a sample box where you can kind of hit all of the nine flavors at once. They have these puffs that are sort of marshmallow, uh, have a marshmallow vibe to them. They're amazing, and everybody that I know loves these things. Uh, the holidays can be a stressful time. Uh, instead of taking, I don't know, the ninth cookie of the day, grab a Built Bar. It'll help you uh, fill up. It'll replace a meal for you if you need it to. It'll be a great snack if you need it to, even a dessert. Built Bars are healthy and delicious, and right now you can go to Built.com and use the promo code STEW15. You'll get 15% off your order right now. 
promo code is STU15, 15% off at Built.com. It's Built.com, promo code STU15. We're only minutes away from the Stu Does America Christmas Party Power Hour, 9 p.m. Eastern, right here uh, on YouTube, if that's where you happen to be watching. If not, go over to YouTube, youtube.com slash America. You can also go to stewdoespowerhour.com. That'll get you uh, to the right place. Uh, and, you know, if you've never experienced one of these things before, first of all, good for you. I mean, that's probably a good decision. But if you're into making maybe a bad decision this evening, make sure you check it out. It's a lot of fun. There's, a, there's an arc to the story because it starts out somewhat sane. And if you've never heard of a power hour, don't know what it is. It's one shot of beer per minute for an hour, which sounds easy. A shot of beer is a little sip. It gets very difficult towards the end. Uh, we try to talk politics. We try to keep it sane. I will say it gets, it gets more and more out of control. It ramps up from normal, and then eventually it gets to something like this. I love my Sarah Gonzalez. We, I, I gotta say it. I, I gotta, try. I do uh, Holy sh**! Wait, he on. shows up, he has to do a fireball shot. Yes! yes. Done deal. There you go. Fireball shot for Elijah Shea. <laughs> One step forward, Elijah. Okay. One step getting the camera angle there. There you go. You, you should grab camera? it. Yes, go ahead, do it. Do Can it, we go. grab him a seat I, next to Sarah? I'm dry heaving. Is that not the prettiest trash can you've ever seen? That is a damn good trash can. Did you see it? I don't have a mic, and that's a good thing. But I don't have a mic, but that is a beautiful trash can. This reminds me of uh, We're going to auction this off for charity. Just kidding. <laughs> Dude, stay with me. Who's losing? Who's, who's losing right now? We're all losing. We're, all, we're all, all losers. The viewer loses. Yes. Sure. Oh, I will say this. I, I said to him, I said, we got to have Elijah Schaefer uh, for a power hour. And here's what I heard. And I want Sarah Gonzalez to, to answer this. to this. Okay. Because I love Sarah. And yeah. Sarah's going to answer this. Elijah. He, I who's heard the was? answer was. He's not eating carbs right now, so he can't do it. Stop. You guys have to drink right now. Oh, shut Stop. up. Stop. Hey, but here's whoa, the thing. Whoa, whoa. If you're at the Elijah. table, you're drinking too, buddy. Elijah. Now, here's the thing about Elijah. Four minutes remain. Now, if this was vodka, Elijah oh, would drink us all under the table. <laughs> I will say. Listen, if this was if this was Blanton's, I'd drink us all under the table. Wait, hold on. Can we talk about Elijah for a second here yeah. for the last four? We only got three. Dude, you're four doing minutes good left. This time. Yeah. Elijah. Dude, I'm 100%. How long does it take you to do the. Uh. Like 20 seconds? You're finally oh, right. so it's, it's right. a very, How long so, does yours take? I, the girl did it in the makeup okay. room. It was, she was so great. Elijah, I mean, how much hair can a man have? <laughs> <laughs> Elijah has spent his... He, this dude is going into the mill of every effing, like, crisis situation, every riot. Uh. He, this guy has done yeah. incredible journalism and covered all. I can't. I, I seriously. I say this <laughs> when I'm so. Do I not say this when I'm sober? Well, I mean, it's not as. No, it's, it's he means it when he's drunk, drunk, but he means it when he's drunk. Eloquent. Yeah, I like this. All right. He said. Oh, 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 he said it. He said fireball. No, he said didn't. fireball. He did. I heard it. I heard it. That's four times. I heard it. Just swing it. Just swing it. Just swing it. Just swing it, just swing it, just swing it. Hey. There you go. Do it, do it, do it. It's Drink good for two. you. It's good for you. Those no uh, carbs. Oh, yeah. oh, that's <laughs> one, that's one. Is there a ring? Oh, this guy has literally. I want to say this literally. This guy. Right one here. hour. Wait, hold on. 
Can I just say this guy right here? He has literally oh taken gunshots. He, people have yeah. fired guns uh, at this guy. What's and that he like? won't eat carbs. <laughs> okay. Freaking carbs. Here's the thing. i got to be a smaller target for the next time. <laughs> okay, that was That great. was always yeah, my that problem. Was that was always too big. That was a good answer. Good. It's unfair, good. though. You're well, sober. So. It's when you look in the shower yeah, and you get grossed out by your own physique when you know you've got to start making some changes. Dude. The power Yikes. hour has ended. No. Survival! Yes! Survival! My producer, oh. Candice, oh, the queen of the Ethiopians. Oh, God. Here we go. Ethiopians She's would great. never come take a shot for me. No, no, no. Oh, no, no! No, 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 I'm gonna piss in that before he pukes in it. No! 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 Chad, no, we made it the whole hour. <laughs> we made it the whole hour. Yeah. Not <laughs> no, no, no. It's the Bohemia post show with your host. Oh, my ass. <laughs> Here, I'm going to hold your hair Walk back, baby. I'm going to hold your hair back. What is that? Oh. I don't even know what that is. Mother. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, edit, 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 edit. Edit, bleep, at least the sound, at least the sound of it. Don't you edit, Adam. No, you edit. Don't you edit, don't you edit. Don't, you edit. don't, edit. don't, let, this, don't let this be in vain. No, no, just, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Don't you I'm so sorry, America. So there you have it. Uh, I, I don't know if that's a commercial for you to watch it or for you to stay away from it. But either way, we would love to have you at StuDoesPowerHour.com. Go there now. By the way, they have um, great merch if you want to get involved. If you can survive this Power Hour, check out PowerHourSurvivor.com. <laughs> Look, these things are really fun, and it's a great way to let off steam here. It's been a crazy couple of years, and we need some way to just distract ourselves and have some nonsensical fun. And as I get older, I don't, I, these get harder and harder to do. So I hope you recognize the sacrifice I am putting in for your entertainment. StuDoesPowerHour.com. It's StuDoesPowerHour.com. Back in a second. Can you feel it? The energy is starting to build right now. We're only 30 seconds away from the beginning of the Stu Does America Christmas Party Power Hour. You do not want to miss this. Chad Prather, half-Asian lawyer Bill Richmond, Jason Buttrell, uh, Sarah Gonzalez, my wife Lisa Page will be there. Uh, it's going to be bizarre. We do one shot of beer a minute for an hour, try to talk politics, all sorts of fun games. It's a great way to get you into the Christmas season, we think. Don't miss this. Go there right now. Stu Does America on YouTube, youtube.com slash Stu Does America. We'll see you. Have a great holiday.